The Annex Wealth Management Show on 92.5 Fox News is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. Annex Wealth Management is a proud member of the Barron's Top Advisor List and the Financial Times Top 300. Know the difference. It's Team Tech Trust. Good morning, Southwest Florida. The Annex Wealth Management Show is on the air for Sunday, April 19th. Busy show planned, estate planning in a COVID-19 world. That's on the way. Another edition of Ask Annex. By the way, got a question for us? Head to AnnexWealth.com. Look for the Ask button. Details on three webinars because we are social distancing and we're still providing lots of great information. One is about government stimulus, how that impacts you. The other is about the SECURE Act and how it changes your retirement. And then another about a new Enigma details on the way or at AnnexWealth.com. Let's introduce Mark Oswald, Chief Compliance Officer. Good morning. Good morning, guys. Derek Felsky, Chief Investment Officer. Good morning. Good morning. David J. Spano, President and CEO of Annex Wealth Management. Good morning to you. Good morning, Danny. Good morning, Southwest Florida. A heck of a week again. Uh, closed Friday up 704 points or 3%. We are now more than 30% off of the lows and people are shaking their head trying to figure out exactly what's happening. It can be a number of reasons. One of them is the enormous amount of surplus and liquidity that the Fed has put in as well as the fiscal tax aspects and other there's uh, liquidity that, that is coming into the market certainly has put a backdrop in that has uh, changed the narrative a lot. Uh, again, it could be the reopening of some states around the country and the plan to do that. Uh, and number three, it could be a separation of fundamentals from fear of missing out, Derek. And I think that uh, is where we start. Yeah, I think also the case statistics have gotten a lot better with the virus as well. Um, you know, we t- we've talked on the show a lot about don't fight the Fed, and clearly the Fed has put a, a a put option, if you will, underneath the market, and combined with an unprecedented fiscal stimulus package, which promises to get even bigger, they're probably going to do an adjunct to the PPP bill. Which, which by the way, is uh, they burned through, particularly in certain amount of states. Uh, the people applied for those loans, and now it's all gone. Uh, there may, as you said, they may go back for more. Yeah, in fact, a friend of mine just called me and told me that she had been approved for the loan, but they didn't have the money. Yeah, for sure. And you look at that, and it's it's in the trillions of dollars uh, of what is coming into the market. You've got about one six trillion in tax cuts and about 2.2 added to the balance sheet that's four trillion and that certainly doesn't account for everything that this is going to cost and we're trying to separate of course the public health issue with the economic issue but as we have rallied to nearly 2900 in the S&P mark there's certainly a time to think about what is happening on a more global aspect certainly when you look at where your investment portfolio is this morning is what are you going to do now that you've had this pullback in the market and you've now had this retracement, you know, what does that mean to you and your investments? What sectors are likely to recover faster when this when this economy gets back on its feet? You know, are there companies, are there industries that are going to respond faster? If you think about companies like Caterpillar or John Deere, for instance, when, when is China going to start buying earth movers again versus a tech company that, you know, that can put chips out pretty quickly and get back up and running again? And, and what you're talking about, Mark, is the recovery. And so uh, we've talked about this before.
before is what does it look like? Is it a V-shaped recovery? Is it a U-shaped recovery, mm-hmm. right? Is it an L or is it a W? It recovers, goes back down and recovers again. I would I would add to that, Derek, the square root sign, <laughs> right? So you go back down, you, you, you rally back right. up, and it stays flat here. There's, there's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of opportunities. Most importantly, you have to understand if you're a bull or a bear, there's both arguments on both sides of this. Yeah, I mean, the argument that I've been kind of tossing around in my own head is what happened in China, right? China was about 50 days ahead of the United States, but China is much more of a production economy than it is a consumption-driven economy, and the Chinese production data has, has basically recovered. It's back to 100% of what it was prior to the onset of the virus in that Chinese province, but transportation remains subdued, which suggests to me that consumers in our country are going to be a little skittish about getting out. They're not going to get out as quickly. So to Mark's point, you know, the companies that manufacture things or maybe home builders, you know, those are the types of things where I could see production getting back to normal very quickly, possibly a V, whereas the restaurant and bar business, to me, that's going to be a much slower slower way to sled because, you know, you're going to have less capacity in the, in the restaurants. You're going to have all sorts of distancing guidelines. And I just think we have to be, you know, very sector specific in terms of anal- analyzing our companies and sector exposures. And that's exactly what's happening now. And the ones that were leaders, Mark, before continue to be leaders now. Technology, healthcare, I mean, they have done very, very well. And you expect that they're going to continue to do well. I mean, you look at Amazon. Is it a tech company? Is it a, you know, retail company? What is it? It fits into a lot of different sectors. And the fact is, is when you look at where you're invested today, it's important because your exposure to other sectors like energy or industrials, they may drag on your portfolio. So now having that portfolio review becomes even more important than it normally is. You know, we kind of banged the table on this back in January and February when we got done with a really tremendous year in the markets in 2019. A lot of clients came to us and we did some rebalancing for them. If you haven't done that, this gives you a second chance. This gives you an opportunity to go back now again, look at your portfolio, look at your exposure to different companies, different sectors. They operate differently. They react differently to market conditions. And you're going to want to know what you own, why you own it, and what place it has in your financial plan. No question. And I just add to that, that you're going to get another opportunity. I do agree with that. Yeah. We've had a heck of a rally here, but most of Wall Street thinks we're going to get some type of pullback right now. So keep your eye on that. Have your shopping list ready. If you don't want to do that yourself, there's ways to contact us. You can head to AnnexWealth.com. You can do it on a Sunday morning. Just hit that Get Started button, get going on that free portfolio analysis. And while you're there, sign up for the Axiom, which is our free weekly newsletter that has a ton of really, really good information. Again, AnnexWealth.com. While you're there, look at the events tab. We have a series of webinars coming up because we're a continuing social distancing. First is about COVID-19 and government stimulus. That happens Tuesday. Next one is how the SECURE Act changes retirement. That happens Wednesday. And then another one, the Annuity Enigma. Very, very popular. That happens on Thursday, April 30th. But complete details at AnnexWealth.com slash events. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. This is Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. COVID-19's impact is staggering. From the tragic loss of life to the gut punch to the worldwide economy, we understand why you're feeling anxious. These challenging times are a result of a public health crisis that has created an economic crisis. Most thought the American economy was on a healthy track before the virus spread globally. But even the best health professionals can only estimate how long we'll have to live like this. Whether you're a client of Annex or not, please take a deep breath before making hasty decisions that could permanently harm your plan. I've said this often, this too shall pass. 
Our clients' plans are built to address current cash needs, intermediate goals, and eventually a satisfying retirement. We're committed to making that happen. If we can help, head to AnnexWealth.com and click the Get Started button. Use Annex everywhere and never leave the house. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Stay healthy. Team. Tech. Trust. Straight talk from a fee-only fiduciary. It's time to know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. Know the difference is Team Tech Trust, Jill Martin, estate planning attorney, Annex Wealth Management. And when we talk about comprehensive financial planning, that includes an estate plan. And she is here to discuss how the coronavirus impacts estate planning. Jill, it's spread over to your world, huh? It has, Danny. It really has. Actually, I can't think of one aspect of society that has not been impacted by COVID-19. Absolutely. Absolutely. I've been on the phone and in a lot of different webinars with, with the state bar to figure out how are attorneys attacking this now that we're all remote and not able to have that interaction with clients like we used to. I haven't done a webinar with you yet. Um, do you do you dress up for it? Um, I, you know, I put on my annex gear or I at least do my hair, but okay. you know, it's not necessarily like I'm all dressed up like I would normally. We'll get to the hair later. Um, <laughs> hey, what is the first thing you've noticed really from an estate planning standpoint in today's environment with COVID-19's impact? Well, I mean, the biggest thing is, is people are suddenly aware that they don't have an estate plan and that they need to do something about that, right? So that's actually a good thing because the statistics are that 60% of Americans don't have an estate plan. So now we've all got a lot of free time on our hands where we're sitting at home in our safer at home environments and oh, now we're getting to that kind of long lost to-do list of getting that estate plan in order, which is good. Yeah, it's it's prodding us. It's not really be forcing us to make a decision, but it's sure reminding us of the importance, isn't it? It, it is. But, you know, the consequence of that is, is a lot of people are flooding to these online <sighs> estate plans, the do-it-yourself versions. Um, and you know what? That can be dangerous, right? Because if you've never had any kind of information about estate planning, you don't really know what you need and what you don't need. So these online tools are available, but they don't give you a lot of guidance sometimes. Well, we're in a good-sized studio, so you and I are socially distanced. But when somebody is observing safer-at-home orders and social distancing, and they really shouldn't go to the Internet and download something, how do they move forward with, with estate planning? Yeah, so, I mean, the good news is... Lawyers and attorneys are an essential business, right? So we're all still working. So a lot of times what's happening is is they're converting those in-person meetings to virtual to the extent that they can. Now, the difficult thing with both the online, you know, do-it-yourself versions, but also if you go to an estate planning attorney to get your documents done is at some point in time, there's going to have to be some type of social distanced meeting Mm -hmm. Because there's witnessing requirements on a lot of estate planning documents that we can't just avoid. Let's talk about the documents. Say somebody doesn't have the estate plan, they want to get it going. What do they need to put together? Yeah, so the critical documents, especially in light of the coronavirus, are going to be that health care power of attorney and that financial power of attorney, right? If all of a sudden you're isolated in the ICU because you've come down with the virus or a family member has... You need to have those powers of attorney in place because if you're stuck in the hospital, you can't manage your finances, right? You can't take care of day-to-day things. Or if it gets severe enough where all of a sudden maybe you are on a ventilator now and something needs to happen, potentially an end-of-life decision needs to be made, you need to have that healthcare power of attorney in place so that someone can make that decision for you. We've had the discussion before, and I believe it's on our YouTube channel, but sometimes healthcare power of attorney and financial power of attorney are different people. So there's a complexity. 
There, there is. And what is actually, I was talking to one of my friends who works um, for pro healthcare, and she was saying what they're now seeing in ICUs is husbands and wives coming in, right? So maybe the husband gets diagnosed and comes in with the coronavirus is in the ICU, and four days later the wife comes back because now she has it because they've been safer at home together. They're exposed. Well, if both of you are in there, both of you can't manage. So backup and alternate powers of attorney are critical too. This is, and I'm not joking. This is way, way, way more important than stocking up on toilet paper. Move ahead on this. Real, I mean, really. It, it is. It is. So, so the good news is, is you can still reach out to attorneys. You can still get in contact with them. They'll meet with you virtually or just do phone calls. So you can start to get these things in place. And again, if you've never really contemplated it, I still recommend you talk to an attorney rather than go the do-it-yourself route. For sure. So we talked a lot about the SECURE Act, and now here comes the CARE Act. Are they bumping into each other as far as estate planning? Um, a little bit. And I don't know why. I, I wouldn't say that it's estate planning specific, but, you know, we just got used to the SECURE Act, which changed when RMDs need to be taken, um, some of the, the retirement plan specific things that are permanent changes to the law, right? So here comes the CARES Act, and the CARES Act is really a temporary um, relief on required minimum distributions for IRAs just for 2020. So it kind of adds to the complexity of the SECURE Act with this temporary um, waiver of the required minimum distributions in 2020. Wow, never a dull moment. And a state plan is important. It's part of your overall financial plan. For our clients, please reach out to your wealth manager and talk about some options. And when you do, you're going to be working with Jill Martin remotely, distantly, but very, very well. Jill Martin, estate planning attorney, Annex Wealth Management. Stay well, buddy. Thanks, Danny. You too. This is Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management, where we ask you to know the difference. The Wall Street Journal has published a list of questions to ask your financial advisor. The very first one is, are you a fiduciary and are you willing to put that in writing? We've been asking people listening to our show to do that for years. That's just one of the ways to know the difference between financial advisors. People come to us every day with what I call a mishmash. Statements here and there, overlapping investments, no consolidation. Annex Wealth Management can clean that up and put it in order. Our team of investment, tax, and estate planners will work to make sure your plan is clear and coordinated. If this makes sense to you, or if you want a second opinion on your investments and retirement planning, go to AnnexWealth.com. You can learn more there, or simply hit the Get Started button and start the process. AnnexWealth.com. Know the difference. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. I hope we see you soon. Team. Tech. Trust. Straight talk from a fee-only fiduciary. It's time to know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. And we're back. It is time for Ask Annex. And I will tell you this, Mark Oswald, we probably have had more Ask Annex questions in the last couple of weeks than I've seen in my years hanging out with you guys. Well, we love them. I mean, you know, so keep sending them in because they're a great part of this show and we love doing this segment. Uh, we like it so much and figure that it's so much in demand that it now sits at a different place on our website. So you'll go there right on the way, uh, on the main website and it'll say Ask Annex yeah, right there. Them. So there you go. Our first one is from Marty. You are managing my retirement account. Will you be managing my account more aggressively when we start to come out of the situation to make up for the losses, or will it stay more conservative? 
Well, let's start with that because risk tolerance is an interesting exercise, and most people haven't gone through it and gotten a true risk tolerance. But think about it in terms like a speedometer. When you get your risk tolerance score, it's going to give you two different parameters, a left side, if you will, and a right side, if you will. So if you're comfortable driving between 45 and 55 miles an hour on a, on a given road, you're going to move in between those numbers. So when we're trying to be conservative, we're down around 45. When we're trying to take advantage of opportunities, we're up around 55. So we keep it controlled. But but you can move within that range. First thing is establishing what that range is for, and you don't want to start driving 80 miles an hour because you're trying to make up for some losses in the market. What you want to do is stay within that range, but be tactically between those two parameters, take advantage of opportunities when you can, and take risk off the table when it's appropriate. I find that interesting because I have driven with you, so I, I, it's not 100% <laughs> true that you don't speed up. Of okay. the three of you, who is the best driver? I'm the best driver. Oh, oh my down. Lord. Hands down. I'm an Thank Uber you. driver. <laughs> Thank you, Raymond. Okay. Okay, uh, our next one is from Larry, and it's about annuities. Larry asks, do you think annuities, especially fixed index annuities, have any use in a 67-year-old's retirement plan? I have a company pension as well and a nest egg of around 600 k You know, Mark, uh, we just saw an alert that came out, and one of them is to be aware of what some annuity salesmen are doing now, and they're starting to tell people to sell all your stuff because obviously the volatility is there and put it into an annuity, and the alert was be careful having people sell all their stuff at a low to lock in a low percentage interest rate. It seems the commercials for annuities are the heaviest I I can remember. Because the scare tactic is easy right now for a sales guy to say now that the market has corrected as it has you you don't want to have that happen to you. So you think about interest rates being really low. The statutory payment on a fixed annuity has come down considerably over the last 10 or 15 years as interest rates have come down. So you can be earning little to nothing in a fixed annuity contract. Yes, it's guaranteed, and you're going to get money. You're getting back your principal. But in terms of an accumulation vehicle, it's difficult to say. The other thing that I think with annuities, guys, is that sometimes people got sold an annuity, and they think they're locked in forever, that they have no choices just saying, go ahead, if you're an individual, ask a lot of questions. How much does it cost? What does it cost to get out of it? What is the rate I'm going to get? These are all the things you need to know before you sign that contract. This is Ask Annex. Our last one is from Vince. What are the notable factor outperformers so far in 2020? Well, actually, um, there's really been a changing of the guard recently in the last four or five weeks. You know, value strategies had lagged the markets dramatically over the last decade, uh, led by growth strategy, you know, names like Amazon, Microsoft, Apple. And we've talked any number of times on this show about rebalancing your portfolio because those stocks had become very, very large components of people's uh, personal assets. We saw the retail ETF up 25%, led by a 75% return in Kohl's and 65% in Nordstrom. So areas that are out of favor, that perhaps are cyclical, that have an opportunity to outperform towards the end of there could be something to look at in your portfolio because the odds are you're very light in those areas. And not only small caps, but also the time to look at if you own individual names, you know, where are you? And if, if they've been beaten down, what industries are they in? I mean, we believe that high quality dividend paying stocks with great balance sheets are a great place to be, Danny. Annex Wealth Management is a Barron's top advisor, a four-time member of the Financial Times Top 300, a proud partner of the University of Wisconsin. If we can help, head to AnnexWealth.com, click that Get Started button. While you're on the website, um, make sure you sign up for the Axiom, which is our free weekly newsletter. Don't have to be a client for that, and we have many, many people getting this thing. 
Yeah, we do. Obviously, there's thousands and thousands, tens of thousands of people who get the Axiom every week. If you're not getting it, you're missing out because there's some great information in there. It's not a sales piece. It is an informational piece. Get yourself armed with some good education. Yep. First up, head to AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button. This is Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. COVID-19's impact is staggering. From the tragic loss of life to the gut punch to the worldwide economy, we understand why you're feeling anxious. These challenging times are a result of a public health crisis that has created an economic crisis. Most thought the American economy was on a healthy track before the virus spread globally. But even the best health professionals can only estimate how long we'll have to live like this. Whether you're a client of Annex or not, please take a deep breath before making hasty decisions that could permanently harm your plan. I've said this often, this too shall pass. Our clients' plans are built to address current cash needs, intermediate goals, and eventually a satisfying retirement. We're committed to making that happen. If we can help, head to AnnexWealth.com and click the Get Started button. Use Annex everywhere and never leave the house. I'm Dave Spano from Annex Wealth Management. Stay healthy. Team. Tech. Trust. Straight talk from a fee-only fiduciary. It's time to know the difference. This is the Annex Wealth Management Show. And we're back. Website, AnnexWealth.com. Click that Get Started button while you're there. Check out our events tab. We have a number of webinars coming up, so you don't have to leave your home. You can just kind of watch along. No cameras involved, just from the comfort of your own home. One is about COVID-19 and government stimulus. That happens on Tuesday. Secure Act in your retirement on Wednesday. And the Annuity Enigma comes up on Thursday, April 30th. I'm Danny Clayton. Mark Oswald is here. Derek Felsky and Dave Spano, who wants to talk about his cousin, Tina. Yeah, You've right. mentioned her before. <laughs> Exactly, the Italian name, which is there is no alternative. So really there's been a historic and lifelong argument between the bulls and the bears, and that's happening right now, as you can see, the way the market has rallied from the bottom. But Tina suggests that there is no alternative, and money starts flowing back in because of the fact that interest rates are low and people are running back in. But I think there's also an argument for the bear case, and that is what is the magnitude and duration of this downturn? Because you just can't flick a switch and have the economy go back on, Derek? No, no, you can't. Um, I think in many ways the economy could take several weeks or more uh, to reopen further. In addition, in countries like Japan and South Korea, where they did flatten the curve and, and the number of new cases started to drop dramatically, there was a second wave of infections. And I think that you know the quicker we open our economy, the more likely it is that occurs. And how are people going to take that? What's the press going to say? What are the Democrats going to say? They're going to blame Trump. They're going to say he opened the economy too quickly and so on and so on. So I think you have to be really measured about, you know, looking at market action and then the economy and, and really kind of determine what the most likely scenario is. And in my opinion, when you have a, an event like this, a bear market typically doesn't end in four weeks. Yeah, that's right. And it'll be the, the most historic bear market in recovery ever. And I think that's a really good point because the data that's going to come out is frankly going to be stunning. We saw an unemployment report come out uh, this week, 5.5 million on top of what we had already. Uh, we're now at 22 million. And Mark doing a little math here on the air. There's 160 million workers, 22 million of them are unemployed. The unemployment number is stunning. It is, and it's going to be a big number, and get ready for it. I mean, and that's what you got to start to do when you're thinking about your portfolio. But if it's one in eight, 20 out of 160 million that are unemployed, add that to the unemployment rate that existed before this happened. You know, that was 3.5, 3.6%. You add those two numbers together, and the number's somewhere between 16 and 20%. Yeah, so that's right. 
right. get, you know, get ready for it. And in that number, you have to go all the way back to the 1930s, to the Depression, to see an unemployment number like that. So, the, And that's the point we want to make. The secondary point is the GDP number is going to come out. And if you think about even that the first quarter, let's just say it was flat, and some analysts are saying that. Uh, the second quarter is going to be somewhere... Derek, that is a number that we haven't seen in our lifetimes. Right. I mean, you know, there's been kind of a battle to see who can have the most negative second quarter GDP forecast. For first, Goldman Sachs was at 34% annualized down in the second quarter. Then Bank America went to 40. Then I saw someone today went to 55%. I mean, these are big numbers, but remember that's that's four quarters worth because we're annualizing it. So if the number's 35% divided by four, we're looking for GDP to be down, down about 9%. In fact, China's GDP in the first quarter was down over 6%, which for that economy is incredible. Right. Even if you believe those numbers in the right. first place, right? So you're going to see an unemployment number and you're going to see a GDP number that are frankly worse than you know most of us have ever seen in our lifetime. So that then leads to more the most important question it has when we are managing portfolios is what is the earnings going to be? Because then we can start to say, where is this thing going? And so if you don't know the P, uh, the E and the, the PE ratio, right. right, it's going to be very hard to know the price. And so right now we're looking at an earnings number and a retraction from where we were, which was 165, you subtract about 15% from that number, you get somewhere in the ballpark of 140. That's where we have been. We're not sure if that is a little overzealous or not, but take 140, Mark, and put a valuation to it. Well, and then you take the valuation. You take what's a reasonable multiple for the markets right now. If, if it's $140 is the aggregate earnings of the S&P 500, then you can take a multiple. That number is going to be somewhere between 15 and 20. I mean, if you look at a reasonable multiple historically, is this a, is this a reasonable time to apply a 20 factor? Probably not, you know. So you can look at it and say, what should be the factor that you're going to apply to that? And then if you have, you know, if you are being a little bit, you know, overzealous with 140, is the number lower than that? If, if you're being overly conservative and it comes in at 150, then the market has room to move. So there's a lot of different moving parts there, but it becomes a math problem. That's right. And so we are at uh, 2,800, give or take, on the S&P 500. If it's 140 times 20, that's 28. That's a fully valued portfolio. I can't tell you enough. This is absolutely to know what you own, why you own it, is it, how it fits in your portfolio, what are the growth prospects going forward. There's a way to get this done, Mark, and I just urge people to do this because there is not another time that has been like this in our lifetime. Well, amen. I mean, now, if you, if you haven't done it before, now is the time to do it because, you know, you think about your retirement portfolio, the money that you're going to live on for the rest of your life. This is important money, and having a good allocation right now, taking advantage of the sectors that are going to recover faster and staying away from the ones that are going to drag your portfolio down is so important right now. Take advantage of that free portfolio review. We believe in it so much. We give it away. Do it this week. We've used the phrase get ready about four times already on the show. So be ready. Head to that website. Get that free portfolio analysis. Also sign up for the Axiom, which is our free weekly newsletter. And while you're there, take a look at our events. We're doing webinars from the comfort of your own home about government stimulus, about the SECURE Act, and about annuities. That's at AnnexWealth.com slash events. But again, start at AnnexWealth. Click that Get Started button. Have a great one. We'll see you in a week. Annex Wealth Management Show, 92.5 Fox News. The Annex Wealth Management Show is hosted by Annex Wealth Management, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Important information about the qualifications and business practices of Annex is available at AnnexWealth.com. Different types of investments involve varying degrees of risk. Please consult with a qualified fiduciary advisor about your specific situation. 